0: Or if you want me to work with me personally, you can always do that at standwith.me jbmotivation. All my links and everything are in all my social media bios. But today, I figure we'll jump back on the podcast, get my partner Chaz up in here. Chaz, how you doing?
1: How's it going? I'm doing all right.
0: All right, good to see you again, brother. So, Chaz, you had a topic you wanted to talk about today that apparently is becoming a prevalent issue in our group chat here the Uncrowned Kings Discord. Why don't you give us a little rundown of what's kind of been going on?
1: So, currently we have members, and it, it happens with members who are typically younger. We do have some older members who do it, but uh, it's more prevalent in the younger generation where they come to us and they want to put their feelings out there and be heard, and we start giving them suggestions and telling them how to fix it, and they ignore all the opportunities that we present them. So, it's more like they want the validation of their feelings over being helped and being able to improve their situation.
0: Right, right. And I had mentioned this earlier, which I don't know, I might get some hate for, might not. I really can care less. But that to me is exhibiting feminine energy, right? Because a lot of times when women come to us to talk, they just want to be heard. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. I just want to put that out there. There's nothing wrong. With just sitting there, being an ear and a shoulder to cry on. There's nothing wrong with that. Because if you ever noticed, if you ever try to fix a woman's problem, she get really mad at you. You're not listening to me whatever. Women just want to be heard. That's it. They don't want you to solve their fucking problems. So, gentlemen, if you find yourself doing this, that is feminine energy. You just want to be heard. You want to feel validated. Okay, that's cool. Yes, we want you to express appropriately your feelings. But you have to understand, that does not fix the problem. Gentlemen, we are fixers. You have to want to be able to fix the issue. If you just sit there and you bitch and complain, don't be surprised if your woman, if you do have one, and you talk with her about this, she isn't going to be the happiest person in the world. If she wanted to go and gossip, she's going to go to one of her girlfriends and sit there and they're all just bitching, complaining to each other and... Susie's doing this And fucking Becky's doing that and no, There's nothing really productive About these kinds of conversations But that's just It is what it is That's what they do As a man you shouldn't want to gossip Or just bitch Or complain over fucking mimosas Or Bloody Marys at Sunday brunch
1: I figure at the minimum If, if you're bringing up your problems That means as a man Typically you want Something to do about it And you just don't see it Maybe somebody from another perspective Has that line of sight for you So at the bare minimum, I would expect to see minor changes that would lead to bigger outcomes. Some of these people just, they don't seem to want actual help.
0: No, and you have to be able to want to change. If you're just going to sit there and complain about the issue, my sympathy will only go so far. Right? If you're going to sit there and you're going to bitch and you're going to complain about whatever's going on, okay, cool. But the moment I find out that you aren't doing anything to fucking solve it, to me, now you're just bitching. You're not actually trying to express your feelings about that situation. At that point, you're just bitching for fucking attention. My sympathy has gone out the window. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Cause you're, At that point, you're doing it to your fucking self.
1: I guess failure to act is failure uh, to <sighs> care about your own self.
0: I don't know if it's a, it's a lack of self-respect or just raw, unadulterated laziness,
1: Maybe, but... It's a case where men have been beaten back so many times, they just don't know what to do. And when they get advice, like, oh, okay, so now I actually have to apply effort? like, And I get sometimes we give these answers to them that are going to be a little altering to their life. And everybody hates change. They're, that's just human. So maybe it's just rejecting that change that comes in.
0: They're going to have to get over it. Because at that point, you need to understand that something needs to change... In order for your situation to get better in all aspects. And I saw someone had dropped down in the comments that, you know, they don't want to ask for help or accept the help just because they don't want to be a burden on others. Giving advice on a situation is, is not being a burden. Because at the end of the day, even on my coaching calls, right, where people are literally coming to me seeking advice and help. I tell them it is up to them to do all the fucking work. I can tell them all the things in the world that they need to hear, want to hear, have to hear, whatever. But they need to do the fucking work. It's not—it's no burden on me, right? Being that ear to listen to or, you know, that knowledge or that wisdom to spit out. But at the end of the day, they have to do the fucking work. It is no burden on me. If you don't do the work, that's still not my problem. And I don't know, it's cruel, it seems like. It's almost fucking, it almost seems like non empathetic it- But right, right. And it's like... I get labeled an asshole sometimes for saying it like that, but I'm sorry. What the fuck you want from me? I'm not going to do the work for you.
1: You can't. There's nothing you can do to improve somebody else's life that's not going to go right back to where it was since you stop putting your effort in. Because if they're not putting their effort in, it's never changed. It just looks better right now because of my efforts. there replacing yours.
0: And it's literally, this is one of the biggest problems that I've seen in relationships too. One's growing, one's not. The one that's growing is trying to get the one that doesn't want to grow to start growing. But I'm sorry, if they're not there, they're not there. They're not gonna fucking grow. That whole old school oh you can't uh you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. It's so fucking true though. I know it's cliche to say, and I know it's it. <sighs> how do I put it? Those cliche sayings oftentimes get overlooked just because they're repeated and it becomes almost, you know, redundant at that point. But a lot of those things actually hold some real truth when you look at it from an outside perspective.
1: If people would learn to just stop overthinking, we created a community for people to come to to have a place to be the burden, as they put it. Like, it's not a burden when we've accepted it we've made our whole platform on it like what we do is based around what you need to grow stop rejecting that at the beginning when you knew what it was
0: right right no 100 percent. and it's to the point now where i feel like i need to start making courses and stuff for guys to go through and be like hey if you want to grow you have to complete these courses that way you know the you know you know you're putting in the work. We know you're putting in the work. And we're all on the same level and the same page. It's almost like that challenge that we we started putting together, which, has that taken off yet?
1: Not yet. Um, Why am I blanking on his name? Jay. Jay. He wants to uh, go over it one more time with you, get some finalized, because he wants to make sure that he represents, you know, your movement, that you're okay with what he's doing. So he wants right. your final okay on it.
0: That's something I feel like we definitely can orchestrate or, Initialize a lot, lot better, especially because it's going to be a year long challenge, which is going to be very hard to get people to commit to because people have a hard time even committing to fucking New Year's resolution challenges, which is a fucking joke in itself.
1: It's supposed to be a year long challenge. I think it would be better if we separated it down to like three months or something. Yeah, um, yeah, obviously, I I don't want to put too much out before we actually finalize anything, but I, I think a year long is excessive and three months might be more accessible.
0: Back to kind of the topic on hand in terms of, you know, validation versus actually solving the problem. We can actually broaden the spectrum just a little bit to get outside of just, you know, just the idea of men here. We could apply it a little bit more. Be a little bit asshole when I say this, but I'm going to call out a lot of people in terms of like, say, all the women that seek out validation on social media. Just using their bodies. And they want to say that they're confident or they're doing it for themselves. That's That's bullshit. Their confidence comes from the validation that they get from all the likes and all the comments and all the DMs coming from those pictures or provocative, whatever, that they decide to post. That's not solving anything. That's not fixing anything.
1: I think there's definitely an issue where people have lost track of what exactly they're doing and why they're doing it. And this is going right in line with what you're saying here is that females, males will often post things like, oh, I don't care about your opinion, but look at this picture of me while I look at my best. Nobody's posting pictures at their worst. Nobody's saying, look at me while I'm in my 90 and, you know, I haven't brushed my hair yet. You're doing it for a reason. You're putting yourself out there a specific way and in a specific light to bring in a certain energy.
0: You know, it's funny, though, too, because I was looking at listening to a conversation by Jordan Peterson. I think it was like a dating professional or whatever that he was talking to that actually looked at the statistics and clinical sciences behind why... You know, some people do what they do in the dating scene. And they did a study where women are more likely to post these provocative pictures like that in communities, cultures, or whatever that have a higher income, right? They're more better off. Almost like they are trying to, you know, peacock or sell themselves out on social media in an area where they're most likely to be picked up by a person of wealth. It's almost like virtual gold digging, like you're creating this catalog of yourself to try to sell yourself
1: Some primal things that we have in our heads, we've always been like, well, let me attract this person who's going to add value in this way Now, traditionally men have been providers, so women who want a provider are going to go a peacock in front of men who have a higher value count uh, men of a higher wealth standard of men who have things put together oftentimes they don't understand what they're getting into because they did, forgot the whole fact that in order for a man to be successful he has to give more of his time for sale that a man sells his time but everybody sells their time but a man sells his time to make wealth and they forget that and then they're like oh i'm lonely but you're taken care of which is what your goal was when you got into it
0: true and, and they do this almost subconsciously that that's what they that's what that's what they fail to realize because they'll be like again all, all the excuses in the book on why exactly they may be doing it there there's there's a reason somewhere lying underneath there of why you're posting what you post why you talk the way you talk why you interact the way you interact so I, I remember seeing one of the comments that have been flowing through it's like oh what if they do it for fun like what, what part of fun never in a million years would post a picture of me in my underwear for fun and I've even gotten shit before for posting quote-unquote thirst traps because I'm a bodybuilder and a lot of the stuff on my personal social media is fitness-related. I'm a competitive powerlifter. There's a difference. Those things have actually got me recognized by supplement companies or athletic apparel companies where I can actually make money. There's a completely different reason. The rate of girls sliding into my DMs versus the rate of guys sliding into a girl's DMs aren't even fucking comparable for completely different reasons, too. So the only justifiable reason, in my opinion, that a woman should be posting, you know, pictures like that, if she's single, obviously, you can do whatever the fuck she wants. I'm not saying, like, you have to do this, and you have to do this, and if you don't, you're bad. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. You know what I mean? I'm saying, basically, in terms of logic, for business stance, if you're, like, if you're a legitimate model, if you're a legitimate representative or ambassador, sponsor, whatever, of a clothing company, whatever. That shit makes sense then. Because if you're not, then well, what's the point? There's no fucking reason for it. I just don't understand. Like, that's the part of feminist psychology that I just will never understand because they try to portray this this one image to the world saying, oh, this is why we do all this and this is so empowering. There's nothing empowering about hypersexuality.
1: That rat race shit, like, they've been over-stimulating our brains with TV and music to be... I am the top dog. I am the baddest bitch. I am, you know, whatever they want to be the most of, the top level of, the top tier. I am, you know, that. Because that's what you say I'm supposed to be. Like, sometimes it's okay just to be you. Like, (laughs) all the time, you should be who you are and comfortable with that. And presenting that to the world as a greater purpose.
0: Well, and I think they failed to realize... One, they've been socially conditioned that the norm, like they've been socially conditioned that, oh, this is what you have to do. If you want to be popular on the internet, you have to show your ass or you have to wear a see-through shirt or, and they caught onto that, whether or not they realize it or not. This is how I get all the likes. This is how I get all the follows. This is how I get the attention. And then two, what they fail to realize, that shit fades. All the fucking fitness models, and social media influencers or whatever that are basically just doing that. Because I a lot of times don't understand the aspect of business and how life works. Give it 10 years. The ass sags. The titties sag. That makeup only goes so fucking far. Now see, that's, what?
1: That's something where we're opposites. I like all natural. I love to see the setting of time. Whereas you, you have an appeal that you like something. So you like skinny girls. You like fit girls. And I won't say skinny, I'll say fit, healthy. So, in the lives that I've been in with you, you've always talked about you prefer a woman who's got a little bit of a healthier, you know, appetite, who is healthier in general.
0: Well, I, I think anyone would want their partner to be healthy because it eliminates the underlying health risks that are associated later on if you don't take care of yourself.
1: No, and I, I'm good by it. Everybody has a preference. I. I don't care so much because I like a thick woman. My woman is nowhere close to skinny or healthy. You know, she smokes cigarettes and she drinks uh, see,
0: s- Skinny and healthy are two completely different things, though, Chaz. I never said skinny. I said healthy. Those are two completely different things. I can give a flying fuck whether or not they're skinny. I want you to be healthy. I've dated the rainbow. I've to the rainbow. <laughs> but you can be skinny and be unhealthy. That can, that can just simply come down to your metabolism. Yeah. Pretty sure crackheads are pretty skinny too. Doesn't mean they're healthy.
1: <laughs>
0: and I ain't fucking a crackhead.
1: Uh, never say never. $20 is
0: $20. Depends. Did the teeth come out when she gets head? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. um, when it, When it comes down to it, people put a lot of emphasis on their outer persona instead of who they really are, and you ever see who I interact with on TikToks or social medias, it's more often the person who has a genuine art or a genuine interest in what they do over somebody who gets out there and just tries to make it look like oh, look at me, (coughs) I'm super sexy or I'm super wantable, like no, I've got who I want, I just want to see people who are creative and actually have value to add. Right, and I
0: mean don't get me wrong too, guys fall victim of the same shit Granted, to not the same extent, though, because there are very few men that can actually pull off the whole thirst trapping shit that have the like that genetically good facial structure that actually also take care of themselves at the same time. Physically, it's a very, very small fraction of men compared to the large amount of women that can pull it off. Right. Those two things are very different. However, men go about it in a different way in terms of, you know, trying to flex their materialistic things. Or their job, because that shows basically, it shows status. Right? Whether it's the car, the suits, the money, you know, whatever. Cause now you can be, you know, subpar, average looking dude, but if you know how to flex it, your social attractiveness goes way up. And now you're if you find yourself buying shit that you wouldn't even want or need, just seeking that validation.
1: And I catch myself doing the same thing with people that I know. You know, like I, I'll make it a point to so what do you do and I elaborate on what my job is so people understand a little more complexity to it and it makes it sound more important so my work is important everybody's is Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're a janitor in a school cafeteria your job's important somebody's got to do that but I will to people that I know show my ass because I want them to recognize the amount of change I've gone through
0: that validation needs to be able to come from within you And it's very hard because people don't understand that. That if you give your absolute all in everything that you do, right? Gym, work, your relationship, shit, in bed, right? You won't need that outside validation from anyone else to tell you, hey, you're important. Who fucking cares? I tell people all the time because I don't need fucking validation. I don't care. It's like, you're not sucking my dick. You're not paying my bills. You can't tell me what to do. I will live my life the way I want to live my life. If you like it, cool. If not, I still fucking go to work every day. And I have enough confidence within myself to know that if I wanted to get a chick, I can get a chick. I don't need fucking validation. That's where a lot of these guys fucking mess up.
1: I've taken a lot more accountability on it, and it's actually made me less stressed and less, like, rat race. Uh Because I start recognizing, like, am I happy with what I have? Well, yeah, I am. Am I good with what's around me? Yes, I am. And a lot of people don't ever ask themselves those questions of, is the baseline good? Do I really need to seek anything beyond the, the baseline of what I have? I mean, it'd be nice to have more than my baseline, but is my baseline good? Well, Once you have that answer.
0: Well, right, but the problem that a lot of people run into is that they just end up getting content right? It's the whole oh, like me for who I am take me for who I am I fucking hate that in relationships they're like, well, if you don't like me for me or take me for who I am then screw you. Well, no because you're not growing then
1: I think people get lost in that statement and even the people who say it get lost on it um when you chose someone to be with you chose that person as they were <sighs> now, you No one wants someone to sit stagnant. Nobody wants somebody to sit in the same exact spot in 10 years that they were. They want to see progression because life is about experience and experiencing items and things and dates and memories. So I think people just get lost on, well, this is who I am. Well, not exactly because yesterday you didn't want to go out to the beach, but the day after you did. So what was the difference? When was you
0: oh. that person that liked the beach and the person that didn't want to go to the beach? Well, right, and it's, it's so funny that... like So, for example, even my ex, after we had split, looked at me and said, I don't even recognize you anymore. You're not the same person that I fell in love with or went on that date, you know, almost two years ago. And I'm like, no shit. i like, that was two fucking years ago. Why would I be the exact same person I was when you met me? Not only did I take copious amounts of time for self-growth, not only did I build myself up while I was in the relationship, but also the amount of abuse and trauma they put onto me also helped change the way that I think. Self-growth and trauma are two of the biggest things that fucking change a person. So no shit, I'm not gonna fucking be the exact same person. And I'm glad you don't fucking think I'm the exact same person. And no, that person ain't never fucking coming back. He's dead. You killed them.
1: Bye. But people don't seem to understand that. People just don't want to accept it. It's not that they don't understand it. We commonly lie to ourselves every day. We tell ourselves what we want to hear because we don't want to face what's actually in front of us.
0: That goes back to the whole idea of falling in love with the idea of something or, or you know, the perception of what could be. That's where a lot of these relationships go wrong, too, is that they're falling in love with thought of what dating them could be like or the THOUGHT of what they could become. Oh, I was waiting for you to become such a good man, but you didn't. Like, no shit! No shit! Well, what did you expect? Definitely makes for an interesting interesting time in the dating scene. But even going back to the whole validation thing, I almost laugh. Because all these people try to walk around so cocky, so this, so that, and you actually take a look at, you know, what they do, and how they act, how they talk, how they walk, and you could literally just pick apart the entire content of their character by something being like, you have no confidence whatsoever. You may have had confidence way back when, and then you got on social media and under- started relying subconsciously on other people's validation of you. That's why you think you're confident, because you think people want to fuck you.
1: I've done studies on that. Um, people with greater access to social medias and spending more time on them are far more depressed than people who spend less time on them. And it's just because they're constantly comparing themselves to everyone in the entire world, you know, six, seven billion people in the world that they now have access to and that only show the brightest side of the brightest thing. Just more fucking things to compete with on validation. Stop stop competing realistically. Stop. Like, there's only <coughs> one you out of all the things of people. There's only one person needs to wear your face, have your voice, your mindset, your experience. You are a... Extreme premium mode of human that no one can ever replicate that is special, and people fail to remember that.
0: Yeah, and that's that's one of the biggest things that's kind of pushed, especially in Western cultures. Like, oh, it's like a digital version of keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, I got a new car. Oh, I got this amount of following. Oh, I got this value, got this like, got this validation, got this, this, this. And it's got that constant chase of like trying to be like all the other fucking influencers. Everyone's trying to be like everyone else. Oh, she got a fat ass, so I got to have a fat ass. Oh, he has a six-pack, I got to have a six-pack. He got that new car, I didn't need a new car. Do you? The whole purpose of social media was to literally capture you and who you are. Not you trying to copy the next fucking person, but in a sense, you almost can't blame them because these apps are so engineered to flip those fucking switches in that brain you're doing this shit without even fucking realizing it
1: it's part of that psychological i gotta keep you attached to this so that way i can make money off of you at corporate america corporate world i don't care what part of the world you're in they could be not not a society like ours they're still chasing that dollar like we are and they're trying to find ways to make you addicted to what they sell and that's why these apps have us on there for 12 13 hours a day You know, not me anymore. I gave up Facebook, so I stopped reading other people's drama, and my life kind (laughs) of improved just from that.
0: Oh, that's good. I mean, yeah, I pretty much stopped going on Facebook, too. I pretty much keep it around for, you know, family updates and everything like that, but...
1: Literally, Messenger's the only thing I have Facebook for.
0: I think, because we've done a couple podcasts, part of the Uncrowned King series, um, about even confidence. So I, I think definitely validation definitely comes into play in terms of confidence, and it's like... I think that's one of the biggest issues when it comes to confidence is that seeking of validation and people aren't being confident in themselves enough to live their own life. That's why I think one of the biggest issues that I get from guys has to do with other women because they're constantly seeking that validation from other women. Maybe it's because they didn't get enough from their mom as a kid, whatever that underlying psychological childhood trauma may be. That it turns into them worshiping the fucking ground that these women walk on. Flipping around, the same goal for women is there's something missing to where they're not getting the validation that they needed growing up. Which leads to confidence issues later on, which leads to them seeking outside validation from, you know, other guys or that uh, competitive female nature later on in life. To the point where, now, no one has fucking healthy validation from proper sources... Now it's false validation, which creates false confidence, which means you're internally fucking dying inside, which is a horrible fucking cycle to get out of.
1: I'm learning as we're talking, because now I have to understand that if you're seeking validation from outward sources, then you're not actually confident, you're dependent.
0: So, one of the best examples is, you know, the only reason why I keep bringing her up is because she was a quote-unquote Instagram baddie is my fucking ex and she would constantly bring up how all these guys are you know commenting or complimenting her so whatever on social media and all this other shit and it's just like why does it fucking matter and she's the person that would always be like I'm a bad bitch I don't need no fucking man all these guys want me and it's like she was actually one of the most insecure people you'll ever meet and it was to the point where no matter how much I compliment her it it would never be enough Because she always got it from so many other sources that the person that she should have been accepting it from, it was never fulfilling enough for her. How could it be? I'm one person, right? So if you get so ingrained into craving that validation from outside sources, that will end up hindering you in the relationship because you'll always be seeking that validation no matter what.
1: So I guess the next thing you got to start asking yourself is how do you find validation in yourself?
0: The best way I found to do that is when you're keeping track of your progress, right? And this, again, all goes back to guys not being able to figure out what their goals and purpose are in life. One, once you figure that out, right, you figure out your sense of direction, you have your purpose, you have your goals, you have everything, you know, lined up. You know, you can start seeking after these things. You can get that self-validation from paying attention to all the tasks that you're completing to get to your fucking goals. Just the little wins. Making your bed in the morning. Cool. I accomplished something. Right? You're, you're getting that sense of accomplishment. Right? Which is giving you that validation of like, I'm capable of completing tasks for the fucking day. And then from there, you're solely taking one step at a time. I worked out today. Which is self-validating. It's like, okay, I can sustain myself as a healthy human being. You need to simply accept the little wins.
1: People don't fucking is do that. that? Who was that officer who said every battle begins at making your bed in the morning?
0: Someone just commented. It was uh, the Admiral McCraven. Great, great fucking book, great fucking speech. Make your bed.
1: I, I guess um, we have to remember that you know the little things that we do count and we can find a lot of validation and doing those little tasks that lead up to, you know, a better today and then a greater tomorrow.
0: Well, right. That's why a lot of these people are so fucking depressed or whatever. They're like, oh, I can't reach my goals. Nothing's worth living for. I can't get anything right. He's like, motherfucker, you're alive. You are alive. There's no reason why you shouldn't be at least somewhat grateful or happy today. You woke up. Now it is up to you to see anything positive. Because if you choose not to see anything positive, no shit, everything's going to look fucking depressed. But the moment you start recognizing, oh, I made my bed, I made coffee, I fed myself. People think those are bare bone basic tasks, not realizing that. Some people actually struggle with that shit. If you're able to do X, Y, and Z, be proud of the fact you can do X, Y, and Z. But you gotta start with A, B, C. Almost like a sense of fucking nihilism. It's a sense of, why bother? What's the point? There's nothing worth living for. Not understanding that That is a choice that they're making every day to be fucking sad and miserable. And we can go into the biochemistry and, you know, everything that goes into actual depression, everything like that, and how to solve that. And that's a completely different topic at hand. But we're just talking bare, basic, you know, this is what it entails to try to be happy, to try to get that self-validation enough to build your own self. But... You see what I'm saying? So it's a fucking process and a half, but people don't ever take the time to actually pay attention to make this shit work.
1: Yeah. I I think for the most part, it's, it's down to people stop playing the games that they're used to playing with other people when they come to us and our groups and start recognizing that we're there for your honest to God purpose of help. Like we are there to be your line when there are no others. Uh, men and women, we are, we accept all walks, and we've been trying to increase our women outreach and have them come in and be a part of what we're doing not just for the men but also for the women so that way we can grow together and create better communities and healthier relationships down the road. Um, now obviously, I don't mean like you know creating relationships like a dating site because that's something we're not looking for, we're looking to create better people who can go out and create better instances in the world
0: right right just better people going into like the whole relationship aspect you should be validating your partner right that's where you should be getting your validation from outside of yourself is your partner which all goes along the lines of you know you need to be able to bring your partner peace so if you're not bringing your partner peace they aren't getting for the validation or confidence that they need from the partner otherwise why why the fuck are they having you around What is the point? Why am I going to have you around if you are simply going to be my chaos and not my peace?
1: That's something that's been new for me is my wife's been verbally, like, recognizing my worth and telling me, you know, hey, you know, you're amazing. Thank you for everything you do. I really do appreciate you. And, you know, she used to, like, here and there, hey, I appreciate what you do. But it's been a lot more often where she's voicing, you know, the way she feels about me. And it's been really, like... A positive note for me like I I don't say anything on it but I take it in because it means a lot to me that I'm being validated by the effort I'm giving her and she's recognizing it
0: do men don't or women don't realize we are so simple in the fact that you can or sorry they can literally make our day by simply saying hey I appreciate you thank you for all your hard work that you've been doing I love you that's it Sometimes that is literally all we fucking need.
1: I've been through, and like you just said, you went through a really rough one this past one, but I've been through a really bad relationship where I didn't understand my value and I had become a possession rather than a person. So when I'd gotten with my wife here, I didn't know my standing and I didn't know how to meet her energy because I wasn't prepared for it. My validation was out the window. It it didn't exist. I didn't know it was an option and then so she's been slowly working on me and helping me and i say working on me but i've been working with her to make a better me because of the damage i've gone through and she's been amazing about it and you know some women can be that piece (laughs) for some men
0: oh yeah it's hard after coming out of like a toxic relationship where you're not getting that validation or you know that positivity fed into your life to where you even think you're worthy of it and a lot of times too that's also what leads you to start seeking outside validation is like, well, you weren't getting it where you should have, and so subconsciously you will seek that out somewhere. It's just human nature. I know some people will be like, no, you can't justify cheating. It's like, no, I never said justifying cheating. I'm just saying there's two parts to every fucking story. Sorry, well, technically there's three. There's my side, her side, and the truth. But, in situations like that, it's very, very one-sided. So just to lay this out on the table is like, one, there's never an excuse to cheat, right? There's no ne- it's never okay. Just lay that out on the fucking table right now. However, there's a fucking reason for it. Sometimes that reason is literally no reason except subconscious stupidity. Right? You felt you came to your natural human instincts and you fucked up. It fucking happens, right? But it could be as simple as You're not getting the sexual validation that you need from a partner. So subconsciously, you will start to end up seeking it elsewhere. There's a lot of people that disagree with that. It's like, oh, no, if you really love the person, you would never do that. It's like, no, men, men are primal fucking creatures with the sexual instinct of breeding.
1: I think it really boils down to your personal experience in life and what it is that you define a relationship as which is based upon a lot of things we're talking about now. And that's what caused the biggest issue in men going to other places because I know that when my ex was done with me, I didn't understand any value in relationship. I knew that I wanted the ideal that was sold to me on TV, you know, movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. But I never thought that was a possibility until I'd gotten with my wife.
0: And it's like, you almost can't blame them. Just the way the dating scene is now. So I know you've been with your wife for a long time, but like the dating scene now, my buddy Chaz, old pal, it's
1: fucking, it's horrible.
0: It fucking sucks.
1: It's it's hard to find somebody who's actually looking for a partner and not just a moment. Uh, I, I can recognize in what I've, what I've encountered with other people in the discords talking about their problems, and you know, you see all the dating sites. You, my inbox in TikTok is full of. Bots trying to get me to be the lonely man looking for a woman who's never gonna have interest in me, but who fucking cares, anyways, right? It, it's just so crazy how the world is set up, and now you got like all these women who are going and quitting their jobs and making content for you know Corn Hub, and they Only they fans, make money jazz. on it. OnlyFans, OnlyFans, Corn Hub, all that stuff. It, it's just so readily available nowadays that there's no value to and I say this in the context of the dating scene. There's no value put into relationships anymore. Not the way why, it used
0: to why, be. Why, why would there be? Why would there be? One little thing goes wrong in the relationship now, or even the talking stage. You can make one post on fucking social media. Literally have all the validation or reassurance or the next person in your inbox at a moment's notice. It's that level of convenience. That eliminates anything special about the relationship. Because back in the day, we never used to fucking have that shit.
1: You know how damaging that validation is? Every time I hear a guy say, well, she told me she was just really confused in the relationship. And my response will be, that confusion wasn't there by her. That was put there by another man that was talking to her, who was telling her that you're a negative person. So she's got a man telling her what a man thinks. And it's only because he wants something out of her. So she's
0: like, oh, well, he knows how many things. It's it's not real fucking validation. It's like all the guys in the fucking DMs, all the girls in the DMs, nine times out of ten, they just want whatever's in your fucking pants. They don't actually give a shit about you as a fucking person. And that's what a lot of people fail to understand is because they'll be in these relationships or whatever, and they'll get that validation or, you know, that whatever value received to them thinking, oh... This person actually cares. Why doesn't my partner actually care? Not realizing that the person they're talking to on the internet is literally just trying to get in their fucking pants.
1: Seems to fun guy when you're the part-timer.
0: Well, right. And they will say, whatever, they fucking have to, just to see a -a ding-a-ling, or just to fucking open up your legs. And if they do know that's what's going on, well, they're, just, they're just being ignorant towards it. That's where you get a lot of the whole, oh, I don't want to be mean and block him. Why are you fucking leaving that door open? Why? Why would you put yourself in the situation to be tempted like that, knowing what that possible outcome could be? Why would you do that to yourself?
1: It's one of my hills. That's one of my hills i die on. Uh, a lot of people have this whole, like, well, you should just accept that I'm not doing anything. So I'm supposed to expect, res- respect the fact that I know you're not going to do nothing, but that guy's going to disrespect
0: That's the biggest issues I had. Now, you can call me controlling or the fuck, whatever. I know I'm, there are a lot of people that will chastise me over the internet for being insecure or whatever. But it's like, that's why I have a huge problem with if I'm dating someone, she's having a girls night, dressing up, I'll skip you, whatever. And going out to the bars, either, you know, I say alone, but. With her other girlfriends. It's not that I don't trust her. Why put yourself in that kind of situation? Basically, try to go swimming with sharks while you're bleeding. There's going to be alcohol involved where it's going to lower your inhibitions and your sense of judgment. Heaven forbid if you get drugged or fucking um, blackout because you don't know when to fucking stop. And that's what guys go to the bar to do is to try to pick up women.
1: That was actually one of the big talks we had inside the server, and it turned, like, into a massive thing. Really? Um, Yeah, so there was a female who asked, is it wrong of her to accept free drinks from other guys? Because I I guess her man didn't like it. And I I had to put it out there that, you know, when a guy (coughs) sends a girl a drink, it's a flirt. You accepting the drink is accepting the flirt. Now, a lot of men in there hated me saying that because, oh, well, what if it's some old guy? You're telling me old guys don't fucking want to have young women or their attention or energy? They don't want to flirt? Bullshit.
0: Well, yeah, because that that actually came about uh, from a, a viral video on here that I was like, oh, if your girl accepts a drink while you're at a bar or whatever, um that's considered cheating and he basically got chastised for it but here's the thing all the responses that I saw all the duets that I saw from that shit was the guy at the bar the boyfriend at the bar with the girlfriend and the boyfriend's like hey go get me a drink too it's a completely different story if you're with your woman and another guy buys her a drink fucking why would I care I'm right here it's a completely different story if your girl is out alone at a bar, or with, you know, with friends, whatever. And a guy's buying her a drink. She's alone.
1: I feel like if you don't know my woman, if I'm there or not, and you're buying her a drink, you're letting her know that there's a door. It's it's a handshake. Hey, how you doing? My name is. Buying somebody a drink is the same thing as saying I have the means to, it, it has intention behind it. Every Everything has intention.
0: Well, right, right. Exactly. It's not just, oh, he's just being nice by me and drink. No, he's trying to get you drunk. He's trying to get you to lower those inhibitions so that maybe he could have a chance. Because guys nowadays don't really have good game. They don't know how to fucking talk to women unless they're drunk off their fucking ass.
1: You need to go back to those times when people worked on things. They argued and they went to bed mad and they woke up and maybe argued some more before they figured it out. Found their middle ground need to go back to those times like me and my wife have that relationship we will fight on some shit we deadass we angry at each other but we're still doing for each other this woman will make sure I'm fed I will make sure the bills are paid like we do our part together
0: but I mean again it all kind of goes ties back to that validation it's like women like it when guys buy them drinks why cuz it's like it's oh he body. wants me he wants it's me someone body. wants to fuck me oh my gosh
1: and honestly, Any special, i sweetheart. You know, I think some people just ignore um the the basic concept of this whole argument. If your partner is uncomfortable with something, now if she says I'm uncomfortable with that, cut it off. As a man, you cut it off because you don't have options. You can't be like, "Oh, but no, because that means you're trying to justify it now." But if a woman, if a man says I'm uncomfortable, "Oh, well you're just being a misogynist pig." you're just not accepting that you know this could be this and he's just a friend how many times has just a friend been the guy that she's gotten with after the relationship ended
0: or sometimes not even when the relationship ends I mean you Both see all the you,
1: a man lined up before there's ever any a hint of a problem
0: but that's that's usually if the woman isn't in the relationship or here's what sucks is that a lot of women don't even end the relationship. They will end up basically forcing the guy to end the relationship so that they can keep that mental clarity of, oh, I'm not the bad guy. I'm not the bad person that ended the relationship. He's the one that broke my heart. I didn't break his heart. And then they feel less bad going off and doing whatever.
1: My kids' mom tried to get me to be the side piece. Like, she wanted to get a divorce and go off and just do what she wanted to, and she wanted me to be the side piece. And I was dumb back then. Like I like I said, I'd become a piece of property. Mm-hmm. I was Okay with that because at least it meant I had some part of her. Now, what fucked up is I found my wife and she was like, wait a minute, this ain't right.
0: All right, brother, before my phone dies here, you have any uh, last minute comments, questions, concerns for everyone? I think this was a solid talk just about overall validation, confidence, kind of going through the ins and outs of the dating scene. I don't know, the conversation just kind of went wherever it went today.
1: Yeah, it was pretty rogue today. Honestly, if I'm going to leave a last remark, it's going to be stop seeking validations outside of the things that really matter. Stop looking for people to say what's important to you. Just start accepting who you are, what you are, and what you like, because at the end of the day, when it comes down to your last breath, it's not going to be about those other people. Those validations aren't going to matter anymore. It's going to be about who's at your bedside and caring and crying.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. I have to agree. Well, <coughs> all right, guys. I'm going to do my best to get this uploaded as fast as I possibly can, but check it out. The Uncrowned Kings podcast on Spotify and Apple play. Support the podcast, share it, like it, love it Buy the merch, jbmotivation.com. Like I said before, and if you want to work with me personally on your issues and your fucked up life, stand with dot me slash jb motivation. All right, guys, chess. Thank you again for coming on last minute. As always, hopefully we'll start to get rolling here again. Now that I'm feeling a lot better, but Take care, must love, stay positive, stay motivated, and as always, stay on Crown Kings.